0: This is the Another Way to See It podcast, a show about perspective.
1: I'm Randy, an old soul with a beginner's mindset, curiously navigating this journey we call life. I bring my life experiences and authentic curiosity to meet people where they are, challenging them to break the old blueprints and patterns that are no longer in alignment, cleaning up our messes to learn and evolve.
0: I'm Kim. As a coach, I take a hawk-like perspective. I use keen, big picture seeing, deep embodied listening, and the courage to ask hard questions to contextualize experiences and connect dots. In this way, I help guide my clients to places that are well-examined, expansive, and full of
1: possibility. Each week, we dive deep into topics that most of us navigate in our everyday life. We're glad you're on this journey with us. Welcome back to Another Way to See It. I'm your host, Randy Poindexter with...
0: Kim Moran.
1: Here we are. Yeah. Another episode, another conversation that, that we don't always know where it's going to take us. Before we started, I was just talking about some stuff that I saw.
0: Uh, over, I don't know, the past few days that I'm kind of sitting with and filtering through, and they're not sitting well with me. So maybe we'll start there. I have a,
1: go, I have a question. I have ahead. a question. Of course. So when you bring this topic or topics to me, and you're like, I'm not sitting well with this. Do you think that comes from a place that's more than you as far as like, this is coming up for me and I know other people have pushed back towards it or or don't agree with it? Do you think it comes from a place like that?
0: I don't know. I mean, basically, I, just like everyone else, have a social media account. I see things. I Read articles, I see videos, you know, YouTube, all that. There are people that I like to follow. And then sometimes somebody says something, and I don't always just because I like them doesn't mean I always agree with them. I think, you know, that's part of discernment that I've practiced. And so when someone says something, and there's like a little alarm bell, if you will, inside of me that says,
2: hmm, bing a ding.
0: I have to sit with that for a little while and see if that resonates with me as truth. If it's not sitting well with me as truth, there are probably people out there for whom it is also not sitting well.
1: Yeah. And the reason why I ask is because I catch myself doing that. And especially like, even in our conversations, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, Kim, I don't, I don't even know what you're saying. Like, I don't even know what that word means. So then I have to decide if that's something I want to look into and, and then see, okay, now I understand what she was saying. And is this something that I want to take on as, as I agree with or or don't agree with or don't understand. And after that, I get the, well, I wonder who else thinks that. Mm. And so that's why, that's why I wanted to ask that because for me, Uh, I know I'm not alone,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right? And so I think of some weird shit. Yeah, And and so do you. I mean, (laughs) I think that's what some of our conversations are so good. Um, We really need to find a way to just constantly record our conversations um, because we could have so many more, so (laughs) many more episodes. But I catch that and know that I'm not alone and I'm not weird. And there are other people out there that, that question it, but don't feel safe enough within themselves a lot of the times to really dive deep and challenge and resonate with. So I was just curious. It was a thought that came up. So I figured I'd just throw it out there and ask.
0: I like what you're bringing up. And here's a sort of interesting difference between you and me. Thematically, I would bring it to the table as something to discuss, but probably in all honesty, when I see or feel that alarm, I'm not thinking about whether anybody else thinks it's true because it doesn't matter if everybody else, to me, like it doesn't matter if everybody else thinks it's true. If I don't think it's true or it doesn't sit well in my body, then that is not true for me. And I'm not saying that it's not true for everybody else. Like that's not a judgment. It's just that it doesn't matter to me. So it's just an interesting like kind of difference I just think it's an interesting concept, so let's introduce the concept, and then we'll let the listeners decide if they want to keep listening
1: because it is something that they think about or click off because it is. yeah, and and, and that's <laughs> that's the direction I want to go. I want to clarify that is um, it, it's bringing it forth, you know it's that curiosity, it's it's wanting to to ignite the conversation within and then bring forward for for others so i where i'm coming from is i get curious of like there there's no way i'm the only one that thinks this or and i'll say and instead of or of of why do they think that
2: Mm.
1: right for me it's that curiosity driven of wanting to give people that safe space to be themselves to be their weird version to question things to have weird thoughts 'Cause it, it's not a place of crazy, like it's there for a reason. So let's explore it.
2: Mm. And
1: and that space is needed not only within, but within others, within community. So mm. so I, I I completely agree with where you're coming from. And it it's for the listener, it's for ourselves to, to take what we need and leave what we don't. I mean, we say that all the time. So I agree a hundred percent and and yeah, we can dive into it now.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. So I heard someone that I do like to follow on social media talking about a concept that we talk about a lot on the show, which is the authentic self. We're always trying to, I think on this show, get in touch with that part of us that is infinite and true and reveal more of that and shine our light, right. And bring that out into the world. So, this person was saying that we are always our authentic self. We are always acting from our authentic self. Now, it was a video, so I couldn't ask questions, right? It wasn't a give and take. What I came away from that video with was I can kind of get it, right? Like, we are who we are in the moment, but I don't think that we are always acting from a place of our authentic self because I believe that we have been conditioned. And brought up in ways, maybe they're trauma-informed ways of staying safe in the world. And some of those ways mean don't shine your light, don't say your truth, be quiet, don't rock the boat. And then over time, the voice, which is a representation of our authentic self, like the way that we the way that we communicate with others, the way that we are in the world, is dimmed because we have to dim it in order to get along in the bigger society, you know, or we think that we have to, and maybe we have to, to stay alive or stay in our relationships with our family or whatever it is. So I sat with that and I was just like, I just don't believe that that's true. I think we are always the, you know, the best version of ourselves in the moment that's available to us. And maybe that's the version that is stuck in fight, flight, freeze, fawn. It it, it could be, a part of us that's really, really elevated and fl- living in flow, or it could be a part of us that's really damaged. It doesn't matter, but I just don't always believe that. I think that revealing your authentic self is very active and requires tremendous amount of courage.
1: Yes. What What's coming up for me, and this is like real time thoughts and and conversation on my end, is that I believe and hearing, just hearing everything you just said, that it, it naturally starts as our authentic self. That, that little voice within when, when something comes up, you know, call it an intuition, call it your spidey senses, whatever, you know, when something comes up, that very initial part of you is that authentic self. But then, then it, then it unravels into the oh, I can't shine bright, or what are people going to think of me, or is this stupid? You know, all that then comes into play. And then by the time, in a sense, you act on it, or how you show up, you're no longer your authentic self. And I will go on to say that I believe that we are not always our authentic self. I will push back with you on that. because no matter how much work you do no matter how much growth you've done there's still going to be work that needs to be done and you're still going to be presented with lessons to where it's going to shine that light of where you need to do the work so we're not always going to be our best selves we're not always going to be our authentic selves do we want to be yes i believe that majority of the people want to live in their authentic self and be the best version of themselves. Does that always come out? Do we have off days? 100%. So it I kind of understand the concept of always being in that authentic self, but like from point A to point F everything switches and then you're no longer your authentic self. Mhm.
0: Mhm. So I've heard this, and maybe you've heard this too, that actually there are three selves. The selves that we show to the outer world, the self that we show to people very close to us, and then the self that we never show to anyone, it's just for us. And I'm not sure how that plays into this, but I, I do believe, I think there's some truth in that. Yes. Something that came up for me when you just said that, I think that we always want to be our authentic self Is so, it's a question. It's is the authentic self the one that is not afraid? I have to sit with what you just said the way we always want to be our authentic self because there's so much fear. Like, is it the ego or the false self that says that we are not good enough, or is that the, the authentic self seeing, surveying the world, going, It's not safe for me out here, I better just go back in you know i'm not sure
2: i
1: i would i would frame it like this that that little authentic self does want to shine and through our childhood through you know if you believe in this your past lives that you've lived uh how society portrays things as, as we've grown up in this world, uh, it makes that authentic self scared to shine.
2: Mm.
1: And how you want to dissect that is completely up to you of whether that authentic self is always there or it's so covered in the shit that we grew up in and, and the society we live in that it's, it's not, it's true self. It's not its fullest version, uh, with the ego, just however you want to take it. You know, I firmly believe that, that it's always there. It's just, how, how do you, how do you uncover it? You know, what does it take to live to find that? I mean, I'm fully open with my journey and, and how I've gotten to the point that I've at And I'm three years in and there's still so much that I'm, I'm unfamiliar with, I have no clue about. And as it comes up, those are the lessons that are meant for me in the moment, at the right time, that it was meant to be shown. And so I have to not beat myself up and this is something we talked about before recording of, of beating myself up when I'm not my hundred percent authentic full self.
0: Okay. I want to slow way down because when you were talking, you know, I think a lot in pictures and here's what came up and this is so, I don't know. It feels very true for me in this moment it also feels like really expansive that um our authentic self cannot be confined within labels we talk about this too like in our community especially it's like get rid of those labels like because I was thinking that in our society we have labeled everything and every label has an association with it right like mm-hmm. i'm a male or i'm a female what is your race are are you gay straight bi trans all of these things are not part of our authentic selves our authentic selves is an energy that transcends every label every box every limitation that we can conceive of as human beings and so it's so bizarre actually that we have stuffed it into this body and we're trying to get like move around the world and like have experiences because it's so different than the, than our physical body it's it's not mm-hmm. that, that's what came up for me and I don't know if that came across. But that's what um, that's what we're trying to get to, and so all of these things that we're peeling back on our journey, they're just wet blankets covering our authentic self. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when you when you realize, and this is just just for me that there's. You're bigger, you're so much, the energy that you have and your authentic self has such a bigger role than what your physical body form can ever realize. Because the impact that, you know, we're talking about energy right now, the energy that you can give out and shine can have such a ripple effect that you may never hear about it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the ripple effect has been created. And to me, <clears throat> sitting with that and and continuing on with what you just said of, of not being in the physical form that we're all energy, like when you really sit with that and you can believe in whatever you want to believe in. It's still, it's still energy. Like, I don't feel like you can argue that, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody could, I'm sure yeah. that somebody's holding up a sign, you know, change my mind about what's energy, you know, that's fine. But where I'm coming from and what I believe in is, is when you lead with that authentic self and it may not always come out, but it's bigger than the physical body that you're limited in the physical body. Your body can only do so much, but your energy is, is infinite. It could, you know, take this podcast, for example, one person could listen to any episode that was meant for them. And it completely changed the trajectory of how they're living.
0: I hope so. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, that's huge. Can you say the same thing about your physical body? <laughs> know. You know, like when you, this is just me. I mean, I could sound crazy. I could be the weirdo. Cool. I'm okay with it. We
0: don't even deal in those terms anymore. <laughs> Randy. We threw that out last week, never to be brought oh. back again. <laughs> Well one thing that one thing that's striking to me is this idea and you you started with this do i think about other people when i think about this stuff one thing that when this imagery of my true authentic self as an energetic form it's like i wish that for everyone mm-hmm. because if everyone understood their true self in that way I think that we would start living our lives very differently if we could really get in touch with that true essence of who we are beyond the label, beyond the history, you know, and then we we just come forth like I laugh. So I'll give an example. I used to joke that I dress like a pilgrim. Everything in my closet is black, navy blue, uh, camel, gray and white. That's it. And um, my true self is a bright, multicolored, feather bowed wearing unicorn with sparkles coming out of its horn. That is how <laughs> I feel my true soul essence is. But you would never know that just by looking at me, right? Mm-mm. But every day that is stirring within me and bubbling up and wanting to come out. And so people are like, why don't you just dress like that? Like This is the conditioning.
2: Mm -hmm. of growing
0: up and always wearing a uniform to school always, you know, and, and there's some safety and comfort in just having sort of the uniform for my life, which is everything goes together. It's very utilitarian. Um, you know what I mean? There's comfort and safety in that, but this true expression of my soul is glitter bombs everywhere. So how can I bring that forward? How can I lead with that? How can I lead with that joy that, and, You know what I mean? In my interactions with people, it's like, can I bring that part forward? I may be dressed in all black, but can I bring that sparkly, lovely, bubbly thing to the surface and infuse a space with that type of energy?
2: Yes.
1: I I, I believe you bring that. I believe that's always there. And it it can only be seen. Excuse me by the people that want to see it that have removed the labels have removed you know the the physical form if that's what you want to call it uh and they see you they see your authentic self and they understand they see so they see the the filters they see through the filters they see through the clothing they see through the societal training that we've been a part of they see that energy and even when that energy uses those filters they still see that authentic self so w- when you're having an off day those people that see you that get you that understand you don't hold on to that. They say they're going through something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How how can I, how can I support, you know, I know this is not mine to carry. I'm not taking this personal, you know, but I see you, I still see you. And I, I, I think that's the difference. I think that's removing everything we were taught, removing the filters, removing the stuff you see on social media, uh, removing the programming that you were taught as a child. Like, I see you, Kim. Right.
0: But wait, it, do you see me because of who you are, or because of who you are allowed me to show that to you? Ooh. Because it's a two way street, right? It You're is. Seeing you and you showing vulnerability and showing your revealing parts of your true self say to me, it's safe for you to reveal parts of your true self. So now it's like we're, we're lowering our shields. We're Mm -hmm. taking those down so that we can meet each other in the energy space of our authentic selves. Mm -hmm. But if you were kind of a jerk to me, I would not show you the authentic sparkly unicorn side of me.
2: You Uh, agree like
0: that,
1: you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I have, I have resting asshole face. I mean, that's <laughs> been, that's been talked about, um, to where it goes back to when, you know, you did your scan on our, our, our coaching course, Yeah. you know? Um, but it's interesting. What, what instantly came up for me is, and I'll give an example, but I'm going to say this first is, is you can try to hide that authentic self. Mm-hmm but it's still going to come through if you're willing to lean into that discomfort. And where I'll go with that is I feel, and once again, this is coming from my lens that people have always been able to find safety in me and to, to, share things with me and to ask for my help. And in middle school, which, you know, this story, um, I was selected by my teachers, uh, to be a peer mediator, which is whenever there was a disagreement, uh, a small fight, um, instead of just having the counselors or the principals talk to the students, it was a level playing field of having a student talk to students.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Uh, I never was able to use what I was taught in the course that I took there. uh, And so I never, I forgot about it. Mm
2: -mm.
1: And then when the coaching schools started, like the universe started saying, Hey, do you want to look into this? Do you want to lean into this? And at first I was like, why would I want to do that? Right. Like uh, I'm good. But then it kept coming up and I was like, I was like, there's a lesson to be learned here. And it, it, the lesson for me was more self growth. Like mm-hmm. the takeaway that I had from the coaching program <laughs> was 99% meant for me. And so where I'm going with that is you can try to filter, you can try to layer down, you can try to label, put labels on yourself and hinder yourself. But the universe is still going to find ways to break through that, to be like, here's a glimpse. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Here's a glimpse of your authentic self. Do you want to lean into this or no? Mm -hmm. Is the timing right? No. You know, so it's very interesting to really sit back and and for everybody listening, you know, this might be something that where you need to like hit the pause and, and something might trigger you or come up for you right now. And you need to connect the dots because I had to connect those dots of of what part of that is. And it, it it even ties into, and I've mentioned this, is how I always find myself in in groups of women yeah, that are vulnerable. Lucky guy. It, I, but I don't, like, <laughs> I would I'm say yes. I, no, yeah. but no, like, let's say I'm fucking lucky. Because there's something within me that people feel safe and resonate with and it's always been that way and i've not always understood it and i still don't 100 percent understand certain aspects of it but i'm leaning into it i'm putting myself i'm opening myself up being my authentic self shining my light and those type of situations present themselves Mm -hmm. so i lean into them are they always meant for me to have some breakthrough epiphany of like oh my gosh look this whole time I've been waiting to learn this no sometimes it's like all right I held space for for someone or I had space for a group or I had a conversation with someone the lesson wasn't for me it was for the other person
2: Hmm.
1: and there's authentic beauty in that
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I guess the question is at this moment for me is how do we know when we are operating from our authentic self rather than from a program? And I'd be curious to know like
1: what your what you think about that. I mean, obviously, for everybody, it's going to vary. First, put that out there. Like for everybody, it's going to be different. I would say for me, the first time something comes up, that 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 little authentic version of me, you know, that lights like, ooh, no, I'm good, I'm good, and then it presents presents itself again. And I'm like, okay, what is this? And then let's just say the third time, and it could be the seventh time, the hunter time, whatever, not putting a number on it. But it comes to that point where like, it feels right. And it feels good. And like, I'm smiling right now, thinking about it. Because when I'm shining my authentic light, and I'm being my authentic self, I I don't care What anybody thinks of me, Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't worry about that stuff. That's when I know I'm dialed in.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, when my mind doesn't go crazy with a hundred of different scenarios, or I'm like, should I be doing this? Should I not? Like, I'm in here. I am. This is me. Take me or leave me. I'm still going to be myself. Like that's when I know. I'm being my authentic self.
0: I have a question what about you. Okay. A question for you because when you're talking, I started thinking about the fact that you and I both have um we're emotional generators. So that means that we have to ride the wave of emotion. And what you described as the first time it comes, you're closed. Second time mm-hmm. it comes, you're like, hmm. And the third time it comes, you're more open to the idea or you're excited even or whatever. And so within that, there's a space and it might be days. It could be a few seconds, a few minutes. I'm not sure, but it seems like there is a process where you don't act right away. Is that true or is that something that you notice? Is it something that's intentional?
1: Uh, I would say in the past, like before I had this self-discovery, this journey that... It it would take years mm. of like not even fully processing it, like just brushing it off. But then like I said, it keeps preventing itself. And I would say it, it varies by situation, by like people I'm interacting with. It's it's there's that pause to sit with of like, can I be my authentic self? Or do I need to dim it down because they're not ready for it? Like that comes into play. I feel like, you know, I know who I am and what I bring forth, but do I get to share that with that person? You know, I think that needs to be talked about and come into play because not everybody, and this is going to sound harsh, but not everybody deserves your authentic self.
2: Mm, hmm.
1: not everybody gets to see the most vulnerable version of you
0: okay here's another question that you're just bringing up there are many parts to our authentic self like it's like a diamond or a gem that's cut and faceted right so mm-hmm. so you're just bringing up that deep part right that's very vulnerable and so true it, it would be like the third part of the three parts of self the one that very few if anybody gets to see except for you that is kind of off limits to most people i would say even when you're living your authentic self because there's so many other parts of your authentic self that you can show to people
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah this this isn't and once again like this is just me talking like take it for what it is you know i i i'm an expert in my life (laughs) you know this is what makes sense to me and what what feels true to me, uh, but we are multifaceted. Is that is that the correct term that comes to mind for me? Of, of, we're not just one version, right? You know, I mean, there's there's so many versions that have lived in the lifetime that I'm breathing in now, and I do feel there's been hundreds of thousands of versions of me in past lives. There's hundreds of thousand versions of me in the future, you yes. know, and, and that could be going far fetched for people and that's fine. But once again, that's just what I feel true within and not everybody's going to get the the 100% authentic version. You might get 2% and that's just the energy that that I pick up on and that that's what I feel comfortable showing but doesn't mean that we're not coming from our authentic place. You know, if we let's talk numbers of uh, obviously hundred percent being your full authentic self, 24 seven, shining that light, not giving a fuck about anybody or anything, you know, but there, there's also the situations where you do have to dim your light to protect yourself. And, and I think that's very important that you have to, almost go through trial and error of figuring out how much of yourself do you show to people if they're not fully gonna see you. How come I'm the one answering all these questions, Kim?
2: Ask me a question. I'll answer it. Um,
1: I mean what what's your thoughts on that?
0: Can you ask the question again? Because I got a lot of thoughts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I kind of want to just just let it be and, and and see what's what's coming up for you right now. So why don't we just, okay, don't we well just me, go off right there?
0: The first thing is, I am not sure that the fullest version of our authentic self can be expressed in the confines of the 3D material reality. Period. First idea that I have. I feel... Very encouraged to live from that energy space and bring that into every interaction that I have with people. That is not to say that the party unicorn comes out in every situation, it's not called for, but the pure, loving, joyous energy can be brought into conflict. It can be brought into, you know, very serious grief. It can be brought across the board. It can be brought into setting boundaries. It's the energy of love, compassion, joy, and grace that I want to bring. So I may set the boundary. It's coming from a place of love, either for myself or for the Mm -hmm. other or for both. And it might not feel like that to the other person. I'm not responsible for what it feels like to the other person. I'm responsible for what I'm bringing to the table. And so I do feel like now when I'm going into new situations, I encourage myself to bring forward more of that energy and really be true. And one of the ways I know that I'm blocking that is a feeling of constriction that we talked about a lot. I get immediately constricted. I also have to, in order for me to present more of that light and more of that truth, I have to build space in. So just before we started the episode, I was telling you about this um, appointment that I'm going to this week. And I booked that a month out because I wanted the space and the safety of the space to change my mind. So I could have had the appointment within a week of the phone call that I made, but instead I was like, I'm just going to wait and make sure that at the time of that appointment, I really want to go to that particular thing. So I gave myself time. These, I think, are ways that personally I help myself bring more of my true self to the table instead of being in constant reaction to everything that's going on around me. It's like I want to respond. And in order to do that, I need clarity, and I need space and time.
1: Question. Go for it. When you and and no no details needed here. Uh, when you initially set that appointment, there was something within telling you to set that appointment. Correct. Sure. Giving that space and time to have clarity and you're still going to that appointment to me i mean maybe this isn't a question i don't know to me sounds like you were you were your authentic self giving yourself because you understand yourself that you you have the intuition to, to lean into this appointment to go to go to the specialist or to to go meet with somebody or to take a job or whatever it may be for anybody else um, you heard that voice and you 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 leaned into it and you gave it time and space so you didn't do it the next day but it still came back that that you're going to do this yes so is that is that listening to that authentic self within, but still giving the space and time to see if it's not.
0: I don't even think that there's a question. It's just that my self doesn't like to be boxed in. Like myself wants freedom, freedom to choose, freedom to move, freedom to change direction, change my mind, do this and that. In the past, I have been so worried about like, how does that appear? What are other people going to think? And like, I should do that instead of I want to do that or I can do that. And so just knowing myself, I don't want to box, I don't want to box myself in. I want to know where the exits are and I want to be able to use the exit and not feel guilty about it. I just want to be free. So I thought that was a good idea to book this appointment. I still think it's a good idea, but that was a thought. I had to put it through the filter. So giving myself time, it's like letting the body see if that's still a good idea and giving it an emergency exit in case it wasn't a good idea. And it doesn't mean that that voice wasn't right. It could have just meant that this wasn't the right time. There's no judgments about right or wrong, that voice, this voice. It's just like, I know myself, what I need. To thrive. And what I need is space and time and clarity. Mm-hmm. So I will, if I have a choice, I don't like making decisions on the fly. And I've noticed that um, since coming to that bit of clarity, I now don't do that. I just say, oh, I'm going to have to think about that or let me get back to you.
1: And I think that's what it's about is understanding the self. Correct. And You know, I couldn't help but but think about why why you were answering my question that might not have been a question that uh, you seem to always and this is this is just coming forth now and something I do believe in that that you're able to articulate uh, my question and, and able to bring forth what I'm trying to put out, even though sometimes it doesn't make sense to me. I, 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 it was hard for me to articulate that question, but, but what you responded with was what I was trying to get out of you. And so I, and we've done this time and time again. I mean, you're, you're always able to do that. And for me, it feels like you're picking up on that energy. You, you see me. You see where I'm coming from, even though it's not delivered. You know, it might be filtered in a sense because my brain waves don't don't articulate what I'm trying to say sometimes. So I, I want to acknowledge that and bring that forth. That I think that's that's something that I've noticed along our our friendship, our 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 business that that you're able to pick up on what I'm trying to deliver without being 100% clear.
2: Hmm. Thank
0: you. I try to understand, but also I, sometimes I don't understand. And so I have to ask for more clarity, but I, I read something that said, everyone talks about communication, but it's not about what you say. It's about how it's interpreted. You can talk all you want. If it's not landing, it doesn't matter.
2: Hmm. And that true. Really
0: struck me because it's so true. We talk and talk and talk, but if it's not getting picked up by anybody, if it's not being filtered through their lens, their life, if it's not touching their heart or something that they believe is truthful for them, what is the point? I think that's what we want to do here. I think that's what we're trying to do. We are authentic selves, our parts of our authentic selves. Because honestly, Randy, sometimes I'm just, I have nothing to say. I'm just another human being walking around <laughs> on this earth So the only thing I can bring forward is stuff that's happening, you know, like in my little world or stuff that I read about in the larger world and then run it through my filter and then present it as an offering to see Mm -hmm. if like what you said to begin with, what you said at the very beginning, like, do you think that other people are thinking this? And I think that is the whole point and purpose of us getting together. I mean, other than I really like you as a person and (laughs) talking to you, but to record this to edit it to put it out in the world to just see if it touches somebody else
1: yeah just a just a spark just for someone to to question to take that pause out of their normal routine that they might be living that's for them or or for others i mean to to really hit that pause and that's something that, like, I can't stress enough: is really taking that pause and that moment to slow down. Like, I understand there are going to be situations that you have to to move on the fly and you have to respond right away. But the, what you think you have to respond to right away, majority of the time, you can get back, you can circle back to, you can allow that time and space and that container to really allow. what needs to to land and what you need to do with that authentic self and energy because, and don't get me wrong. There are times when you, when you move on the fly and that's what was intended and that's what was needed. And you're all, you're acting as your authentic self. Like I'm not taking away from those moments because when you're in it, when you're flowing, like it's there, when you're mm-hmm. surrounding, when you're surrounded with the right people and it it's, it's, that unicorn shining and spitting out confetti and fireworks or whatever it's fucking doing. like like that's that's in flow. That's your authentic self being around other authentic people. and there's no room for doubt. There's no room for shame, for judgment. like everybody's vibing and jamming out as themselves. I've come to learn that that space is harder to come by initially. But when you're in it, it presents itself more and more and more.
0: That is really fascinating. And I want to share my experience with that. I Okay, this is going to sound, I don't want this to sound negative or anything, but I have really, really good friends that we're kind of all vibing on. And I don't have a lot of them. I have a couple we're all vibing on this frequency. It's a, it's an energetic frequency. We live nowhere near each other. And I believe that's for a reason. I don't know that people who are vibing in that way can sustain being very close together. Like, I think there's like this electric kind of thing that Like each of us is in our own area, doing our own thing, shining our own light, trying to set other people on fire with, you know, their light, their uniqueness, but we can be together for short periods of time, but we cannot be together for a lot. I just think that there's an energetic thing that happens that kind of pushes people a little bit apart. Not that we don't talk, but just the physical presence of all of that energy is a lot.
1: I can see that. Hundred percent. Like it makes sense to me. I, I I pick up on that. I, I mean, once again, not a negative thing, but I can deal. I can only deal with certain people in moderation, <laughs> you know. And that's not a negative thing. It's just, you know, it's almost like setting that boundary of being true to yourself. Of like, I know up to this limit, like I can be myself, but after that, like it starts depleting. Energies do drain right and we know that we
0: need quiet we need space we need
1: to but not everybody knows that well unfortunately and
0: maybe not everybody needs it you know i think this is goes back to some fundamental things that we've already established on this podcast know thyself take the mm-hmm. time to know yourself stop buying the story that other people have told you about who you are you are More than you could ever imagine. And you have to do whatever it takes to figure out who that is. And then let that energy lead through the, you know, the physical environment. Let that energy lead your heart. Let that energy be the one that's dominant. Release the narrative
2: of you Mm -hmm. are
0: always the problem. You are always afraid. You are always this or that that is someone else's story and it has nothing to do with the truth about who you really are.
1: Love it. Love it. I, I, you know, hearing you talk that, say that, uh, makes me think of, uh, that one can't think of the artist. Uh, but, but in our community, when I led a meditation, I, I played this song and it was, uh, you know, to, to burn bright not shine bright but burn bright and and hearing you talk it it really hit that that yeah we're burning down we're burning through everything we thought that was for us that's not for us we're burning through those layers those filters to shine bright but it it takes burning some shit down yeah and 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 that's what we're doing You know, yeah, we're shining bright, but we're also burning some shit down, Kim.
0: Right. And, you know, if that feels big and scary, then you say I lovingly release anybody else's version of who I am supposed to be to the universe to call back my authentic self to me so that I live in the vibration of my truth and my beauty and my power. You know, some people aren't comfortable with burning, and I get that, and it's all the way you visualize. But there is a part of the cycle of life, which is a death or a destruction. You know, when the leaves fall off the trees, that could be seen as a death. or you know, when all the flowers die and everything. but they come back. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, we have to become comfortable with that that sort of destructive part. And I think that's the fire that you're talking about. I happen to love fire. But I'm we aware know Kim. We that know he, <laughs> that there are other people who who are not less comfortable with that, and you just say, "I lovingly release this." I lovingly release it. Mm-hmm. If if that feels better to you, but whatever it is, I don't know what people need to do to find that. But I guarantee one hundred percent that if you are a true, authentic, living, breathing human, there is some place inside of you that is bigger and brighter than any circumstance you find yourself in and it wants to come out. So you could DM us for ideas about how to get in touch with that. We know a lot of different practitioners who do a lot of different modalities that we can put you in touch with if our ideas don't land. Um, You know, there's breath work, ice baths, meditation. There's Sarah Johnson and her Akashic Records readings. There's a plethora of people out there who we feel have integrity, Mm -hmm. who we feel, look, Tina, if you need someone to hold you accountable to live, you know, that version of yourself that you want to be in three weeks and three months and three years, we know people we are Mm -hmm. people yeah make that a priority in your life to release your truest authentic version of
1: yourself agreed and and to to put out there that if something worked for you let us know we'll share it you know join join our community you know our community is not is 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 limitless we want to bring on everyone that that resonates with us but also knowing that it might not be for us but it's meant for others and that's the space that that we've created and we want to continue to grow and you know once again you're never alone if you think you're alone trust me you're not and so if we don't have something that 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 resonates with you we can get in touch with someone that does. And so just knowing that for me is huge because I'm not going to have all the answers for you. I'm not. I'm going to have the answers for myself and I'm going to know through my experiences what's worked. And if I resonate with you, then then great. But if not, we'll find somebody who will.
0: Awesome. Also... Randy's putting together a men's group. So if you're interested in joining that, reach out to Randy on Instagram. His information is linked in the show notes or send us a DM to the Another Way to See It podcast on Instagram. And um yeah, we'll see you next time.
1: Till next time. We're excited to announce that we're now on Patreon.
0: Go to our show notes or our Instagram page, Another Way to See It podcast,
1: or the link. Please be patient with us as we're navigating this new platform.
0: See you there. If you enjoyed this episode of Another Way to See It, please be sure to subscribe, share the episode, and leave us a rating or a review. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram page, Another Way to See It podcast, all one word. We'd love to hear from you, so reach out.